0: And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, not sure how many of them we have, but in any case, <laughs> welcome back to Lost Impostulation. And please join me in welcoming the
1: Socks Before Pants man himself. It is Nicola Volpe once again. For life, for life. For Always life. Always Socks Before Pants. Um, actually, you haven't gotten too much support on that one. That's a, that's unfortunate, actually. From the audience. I thought uh, I might
0: get a, a nice 50%, but no.
1: And I tried your tactic also of just, as mm. you say, shoving it up there oh. by... I don't putting think on I use those exact first. words, well, moment. along those lines. All right, um, and I'm not happy with it. I, I do, you know. We can, we can bridge this gap by agreeing mm. that in summer, uh, I can adopt your strategy, but 100%. in winter, man, like 100, no. yeah. But I did
0: hear we got some hate, particularly when my mention of ankle socks seems to have gone down quite badly. Yeah, so, uh, from the fashionistas actually, yeah. who do uh, know, they do know their stuff. Who yeah. do know? Who claim to know? So, so. maybe I'm, uh, maybe I need to up my game. I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, one actually even said, "Wow." Neil and his ankle socks, that's nasty. Yeah, I feel that's nasty. Uh,
0: I feel that's a little harsh, but uh, yeah. I mean, even still, I, I'll take the point. I mean, it, they are maybe not the most fashionable item you can wear right now in 2023, but uh, I like them. Yeah.
1: Okay. But that's good. But along those lines, we always like to start these episodes off for any new listeners that are still joining with a mundane mm-hmm. postulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Neil, today, what I was thinking about. Was sparkling water, mm. and how polarizing that can so be. Actually, actually,
0: insanely, it's one of those ones that seems to unnecessarily garner like proper emotions from people when yeah. you when you bring it up. Now, I've evolved in this. I'm proud to say over the years, and actually, I, I'm probably unnecessary or or unduly proud of my my journey because I was as a as a youngster a fervent still supporter. Like I all the way through. I was like, don't even, I'm not even going. I would spit it out rather than drink mm. it, like mm. the sparkling. Right then, I think. Something changed within me uh, in perhaps my teen years, and then I, I realized no, an adult can do both. You know, an right. adult can tolerate sparkling water because I, I used to really <laughs> the hate it. prickles on the tongue, or, yeah, yeah. No, just the flavor, because there's this uh, aromatic kind of thing to Ooh, sparkling well, that I don't yeah. love. You know, okay, I just like uh, think it's it's offensive. If you let if you let the <laughs> sparkling water go flat, you'll, you'll taste what I'm talking about. It's the weird mm. kind of otherness of it that makes right. it not quite water. Okay, so you can hear that my preference
1: clearly lies on on the still side. Yeah. What about uh, what about you so I love sparkling water um when I was growing so Italian family sparkling mm. water is a big thing in Italy you know it eh, digestive properties get touted blah 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 most of it is yeah, crap, yeah, yeah, yeah. right what was I was gonna say uh, but it's very much part of the of the culture that you mm. know at dinner you will take both at the table or one or uh, one and the other and, mm. and and go back and forth um, but growing up in the. US, when I was growing up, sparkling water hadn't really hit yet. Ooh. People really didn't like it. You know, yes, it was only yeah. if you went to like a really, really fancy restaurant. So yeah. basically, uh, when we would go back to Italy to visit family, say in the summer or at Christmas or something, I would stock up. I would only drink sparkling water yeah. for like the whole time there, like just just to be hydrated with sparkling water, Jeez, right? Okay. Um, and then when we were home, and then slowly but surely, it started to you know come also in the U.S. Um, what I found, though, uh, then I think I got into the habit as a student, uh, penny-pinching, uh, that I would dilute my sparkling water to make it last a lot longer. A stretch that water. Um, yeah. But then uh, I got myself to a point where I couldn't take water that's too sparkling anymore. Yeah. So to this day... I will be in the restaurant or I will be mm, at home and mm. I will dilute my sparkling water. i you do this. And yeah. this does
0: attract, like, I, I'm sure it will attract now from this episode a lot of detractors. Like, there will be people
1: calling for your head here. This is not acceptable. You well, know? for me, it's the best of both worlds because I get the, you know, digestive elements, let's say, the 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 bubbliness up to a level I want of the sparkling mm. water if mm-hmm. that makes any sense, yeah, uh without you know getting attacked because some waters are very sparkling, so yeah. if you take like in uh, uh in the Netherlands and in Belgium, they have the spa rot, oh yeah, that's like the most sparkling water very in the heavy, world, heavy stuff like yeah. Well, Perrier, same thing. Is Perrier a sparkly one? Yeah, yeah. yeah super sparkly. San Pell, where does that fall? San, San Pellegrino. Pellegrino, I think is almost a balance, but I still dilute it. So we always bottles. have Sampel yeah. in the house. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. I
0: dilute it. Some SP ready to go. Yeah. But then tell me this. Have you ever, and you probably haven't, tried the Lithuanian mineral water that they have there in, in their bottles, right? No. Because this this blew my mind when I went there. Okay. It's uh it comes it looks exactly like bottled water that we buy here. Mm-hmm. The difference is it's salty, like properly salty. Now Ah, see, you, you've reacted as if it might, it may, it might not just be <laughs> Lithuanian. But it was Lithuania where I first tried it. And this thing is like as popular, if not more popular, than bottled water generally. Uh-huh. And just like you say, with the carbonation being aiding digestive, maybe not totally right. true. Likewise, a lot of Lithuanians that I've talked to have said, uh, yeah, but it's so good for you. It's, it's hydration. It's a hangover cure. It's right. like minerals,
1: all the things you need. Right. It is literally salty water. That is all that it is, like at least taste-wise. But that's interesting that you say that. Because, mm. And I want to try this. Uh, in Spain, particularly in Catalonia, they have mm. a Vici Catalan, which okay, has the same, same properties, same mm. type of, of taste. And they say the same things, the yeah. the Catalans of, you know, before going to bed after a big night out yeah. or even just a night where you've had a lot of that salty jamón. Uh-huh take this down, you know, Gee. and uh yeah. So actually, that reminds me of that. There are salty, sparkling waters, yeah. and they, they're absolutely huge. Uh, they're they're just huge cold niche. followings. Yeah, yeah exactly. but only in certain parts of the world. Right, exactly.
0: Well, I propose then that in a future episode, we do a water tier list. We get them all lined up. We rank them
1: in terms of <laughs> <Line> uh,
0: <testing. laughs> with still water being one of the options. <laughs> I love it. And I, then
1: uh, as far as still water goes, mm, so for example, in Italy, mm, and it's something I will never understand, uh, they're huge on mineral water no matter what, right? So yeah. people are going and buying all these bottles of water all the time, even for still, right? Mm. Now, where do you land on tap water versus mineral bottled water? Funny enough, I got into this a few years ago
0: doing the research. And in most places in the developed world, tap water is cleaner than bottled, actually. There you go. So it, we have like state-of-the-art, in most of Western Europe, for example, we have absolutely state-of-the-art piping And you're installed. going on the record. That's fact-checked. I'm like 99.9% sure okay. that you can, you can pretty categorically state that it's cleaner actually coming out of your tap. That's Now, good. the second thing that I love about it, uh, which Ireland did back in, I think it was the 80s, was the fluoridization of our drinking water. Fluoridization. Now, adding fluoride to drinking water. Now, mm-hmm. that actually is, is a controversial thing that, if introduced today, would receive kind of anti vax uh, opposition, like in the style of like the everything does. Like right? everything does. Yeah. But funny enough, if you talk to any doctors, especially Irish doctors, they'll say that introducing fluoride to the drinking water of Ireland was one of the best public health initiatives Ireland ever undertook. And why? Because number one, fluoride is amazing for your teeth. Right. So you're allowing everyone to drink it, and there's no downsides to it, basically. So it, it's like a property that, or a chemical that's able to be added to a drinking water with no negative si- side effect and has the benefit of
1: improving uh, oral hygiene. Well, and is that fluoride as opposed to chlorine then in the water? Or? You don't want chlorine in your water. No, exactly. Yeah. But a lot do, yeah. right? When you drink tap water in a lot of places, no. You say it tastes like chlorine. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 that's true. And I mean, even here in Denmark, they
0: they do a process to uh, make the water less hard as well, like to soften the water. And that also can leave a bit of an aftertaste or change a bit the, the taste of the water. They recently increased the level of softness in the Fredericksburg tap water. And you could mm-hmm. literally taste the change, like from one day to the next. Okay. So, I mean, tap water yep. is, is I'm sure there's connoisseurs out there who would say, they can say which country has the best tasting tap water. Right. I'm an Irish tap water guy myself, unsurprisingly. Yeah, big fluoride guy. Big fluoride guy. Garden, that's why but, your teeth are so sparkling white yeah. <laughs> yeah well i left ireland so yeah maybe that's uh, yeah. going downhill
1: going downhill but yeah. uh, that's that's where i'm at with top water yeah. okay fantastic well yeah. listeners neil fitzpatrick man of many talents including a water aficionado little we did say. i know actually. yeah 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 well there you go and you have eight minutes of a podcast done with that Easy. So, yeah. lost in postulation um Quick admin before we move on. We have a real treat lined up for you guys today uh, in the main segment. Uh, it's going to get real. It's going to get emotional. Um, we'll, we might have some waterworks uh, from Neil. Uh, and um, in the meantime, listeners, if you're if you're enjoying what you're seeing, uh, click subscribe in the podcast apps uh, of your choosing. It's quite easy. It's a mm. one button. And then you will automatically get each week's episode in your feed at the moment we're releasing on Wednesdays. Mm. While you're at it, why don't you just pop in a five star review uh for the guys? It really helps to grow the podcast. Yeah. We'll take four if you if you want to give four. If you start to go lower than that, you know, maybe it's frowned upon. reevaluate yeah. something exactly. in we your life. We don't love that. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. So that's where we are. And you can always reach us at where, Neil? It's at
0: Impostulation on our famous Twitter account, growing very rapidly at all times. And you can email us at
1: lostimpostulation at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. There we are. So uh, we will stop for a break and then we will come back, listeners, with a very special original concept. Listeners, welcome back to Lost in Postulation. Uh, We're here, as promised, we have a special one lined up for you. Um, So Neil, last episode, so episode 10, we discussed uh, the wide world of sports fads. Sports having their brief day in the sun spiking and then going away, maybe coming back again 10 years later. Uh, and we touched upon very briefly, I think, towards the end, mm. about uh, the the fad, let's say, the trends in endurance sports, mm. right? Mm. We mm. talked about more people doing marathons, doing these obstacle course races, and so on and so forth. Uh, something we didn't mention and that came to mind uh, after we, uh, we recorded that time, and then I went down a rabbit hole about it, is mountaineering.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: so mountaineering has had its own kind of commercial boom. Uh, And specifically, you know, if we take Mount Everest, for example, right? Mm -hmm. something that's, you can't be more in the zeitgeist than Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. Just in the nineties, there used to be about 50 or 60 uh, people that attempted to summit every year. Okay. Yeah. Only, right? Jesus. That was in the early nineties. Yeah. And today it's about 600 a year on the highest peak in the world.
0: Yeah. It's kind of the, in a way, it's depressing.
1: Like I'm not, I'm not Why? sure.
0: Because what it tells me is that uh, it didn't just suddenly get way more fun to climb Mount Everest, right? It's always been what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's only the reason it's exploded in popularity is because people want to be able to say, "I climbed Everest." You and know?
1: pay a lot of money to go and do
0: it. Yeah. Oh, a hell of a lot. I mean, I'm sure the the Sherpas are are making bank off it, but like it it just strikes me as like the the part of our, our culture globally now that I just don't love, which is like, how can I upgrade myself to be more cool to people, to be more impressive to people, you know? And okay, you could go climb K2, it's called, or like- uh, The most dangerous in the yeah, world. Yeah, a, a more difficult climb perhaps. And you would get less respect than saying, oh, I climbed Everest, you know? Right. And I just, I wonder how many, how many of the people who have made it their mission are doing it for maybe the wrong reasons, like for Mm -hmm. kind of superficial reasons, rather than something like Mm -hmm. this will give me the ultimate meaning of my life or something, something more meaningful. Mm -hmm. That's just my, this is what I infer when something grows like this much in popularity. It's a little suspicious,
1: I would say. Cynical, but fair. Yeah. Yeah. Cynical, but fair. Meet Me Um, all the way. And maybe there's something there also about what it says about us uh, in terms of, uh, we as a species still, no matter what, have to look for something with a bit more risk to do mm. to make our lives more exciting 100%. regardless, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and if it wasn't there, would be something else, I'm right.
0: sure. Fair point, yeah. yeah.
1: Right. So I think there's, uh, there's something there to that, but there's also a general fascination with it, right? Mm. So it's not just the 600 uh, men and women that go and attempt it every year. Mm. The rest of us, uh, I can also speak for myself, When the documentary about them comes out on Netflix or whatever, or there's a podcast with one of these mountaineers, we tune in. We're still fascinated by it. I Mm. mean, I remember even um, in, in an early geography class when I must have been in elementary school, when we were first talking, you know, about the longest rivers in the world. Oh, yeah, the only yeah. thing anybody remembered was what is the tallest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. And that becomes a metaphor that kind of follows you the rest of your life in a way as yeah, well. You know,
0: 100%. It actually, it it would be interesting to do something more on Everest in general. Like, because it is, it has this kind of interesting place in everyone's psyche. Like mm-hmm. I could go to probably many countries in the world and just say Everest and people would be like, yeah, yeah, the man. Like, you know, like right. it, no, they don't speak English, they don't speak, like I'm mm-hmm. sure
1: it's just like, it's a reference point for all of us, you know, right? the highest place on earth. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So there's something there, it's up in the clouds. It is 8,848 meters high. That's about 29,000 feet. A Boeing cruises over the Atlantic at about 30,000 feet. Ooh, yeah. That's how high this place is. It's a bit too high for me. So, well, yeah. 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 You know, although I've seen you on obstacle courses on ropes courses yeah, absolutely true. killing it. 50 so, meters up, so yeah, true. Yeah? True. So in light of that, Neil And in light of previous postulations we've done, Mm -hmm. you've introduced me to the ultimate celebrity interrail trip. Absolutely. uh, Which went just was a disaster. It went as well uh, as it could have gone. Right? Yeah. yeah. Then uh, a couple episodes later, uh, you were on a plane from Singapore to New York, sandwiched in between our beloved Chris Rock and Will Smith. Absolutely and you resolve the conflict, which then another chaos agent mm, shattered. True, we got some uh, some
0: listener postulation on
1: that too. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to welcome you back with Ultimate Celebrity Everest Climb. Cue the dramatic music. Um, now, how do you feel about that? You are going to Everest.
0: I don't feel great about it purely myself. And the prospect of celebrities joining me is nothing but more stressful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, in fact, this sounds like my worst, uh, worst possible
1: thing ever. But uh, so, the United Nations has passed a resolution mm. for you to do something nobody has ever done before. Okay. And that's for you, me. together with a Sherpa, yeah, to lead this group of celebrities, a wide range of celebrities, up to Summit Everest in an effort to achieve. World peace. Oh, the UN Security Council has actually backed this resolution unanimously. If you are Very able unusual. to arrive there, yeah. we will have world peace. Wow. Now, how do you feel about it?
0: What a deal! It? Okay, uh, the clearly, stakes are high. Yeah, clearly there's a, a purpose there. I can get on board with. I of course have many questions about why the hell am I being selected? Let's, let's assume well, that's why all. were you on a plane yeah, 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 <laughs> with Chris were, Rock and many, Will Smith. There is some some uh, suspension of disbelief needed. So let's say it all makes sense, and I've been selected. I have no choice but to do it. Of course, I'm on board. I'm ready to achieve world
1: peace. So uh, I guess I guess let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So um, they've they've compiled lists, the UN Security Council, uh, of uh, celebrities per category, which you have to choose. And then you need to choose a role. Each one plays in your team to reach that summit. OK, OK, yeah. Um, so now before we get into that and and some additional rules, maybe some more context on Everest to, to give you more of a taste of, of where you're going. Right. Fantastic. So we've covered how high it is now the journey. How long does it take? Right. It It's about 19 days round trip to the base camp and back. So that means it's about nine days, nine and a half days. To the base camp, right? Uh Uh, At the base camp, you are already sitting, my friend, at 5,364 meters. Oh. That's almost 18,000 feet. Oh, okay. I thought we were done in 19 days. No, that's just to get to the base camp. No, no, no. We're just getting started. You're getting to the base camp where you're already probably at the highest you've ever been before and where you need to spend some time acclimatizing. Okay,
0: uh, so clearly I'm going to have to quit my job. I thought I was going to fit this into my annual leave, but no. Oh, no. this is, But, it's, but yeah. it's
1: sponsored, so we'll get into the finance okay, later as well. Okay. So, so oh, don't worry, you, you'll be okay. okay. Uh, and not to mention that you'll be set for life if you do reach the top. That is also uh, true. There's other incentives that is true. Okay. Um, now, the way the acclimatizing works, when you're there, uh, and this is knowledge that I actually picked up from a mountain guide while I was in Argentina recently. Okay. When you're at the base camp, you go up a little bit, and come back mm, mm. then the next day you kind of go up a little bit more and come back yeah till you're you're starting to get acclimatized okay, okay. now let's say you guys all get acclimatized it takes about 40 days to summit on average from the base camp gee okay i didn't know that that's extremely long isn't that yeah.
0: crazy yeah no that's I mean, nearly a month and a half jesus christ okay <laughs> Um. uh I'm regretting it already. Well, now (laughs) you
1: know why it's 600 people doing it a year and not, you know, 6,000. That's part of it. So that's kind of what you're looking at. So you're spending a significant amount with these people. Now keep in mind that you are going to go to, you know, half a year of training with all these people beforehand to make sure we can make this a success. Again, sponsored by the United Nations. Wow. Uh, So now don't choose a team of best friends because Mm -hmm. this is not about making friends okay but you do need to be able to spend significant amount of time with with these people right it is a factor so um now everest in terms of the climb itself it is not considered the most uh technical climb Mm -hmm. but it 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 does get so high uh, that when summiting that last part uh, a jet stream can hit i mean you are flying yeah, literally uh, you're an airplane, you're, you're right. An airplane basically, yeah. right? So and that can result in winds, Neil, of upwards of three hundred twenty kilometers an hour. Very fast. <laughs> you don't say yeah, yeah. Um so that's like what a Formula One car? Yeah. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there you Jeez. go. So now put all of that together. Um six thousand three hundred thirty-eight all-time summiters. That's as of January twenty twenty-three. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go up there with this team. You're going to be an elite company. Uh, the death rate is about 1%. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a, like that's actually decent, I would say. Yeah. And it's very weather-induced. So there's the mm. big, like, uh, from Krakauer's book into thin air in the mm. 90s when there's, like, a big weather disaster that, you yeah. know, that's what happens. And that drives the statistics. But yeah. if, um, if I may, actually. Please. Isn't, isn't there a death
0: rate for, like, every marathon, which is probably not, like a million miles off this. It's like,
1: usually most marathons have somebody just with So now that's of that syndrome. Yeah, saying, then right? you have a cardiac arrest yeah. or so uh, yeah, yeah, over, yeah. you know, a race with maybe 30,000 people. Yeah, well,
0: it's... It's like 0.00, the, yeah, 0.0000, but exactly. like still, I'm like, th- yeah. I, I was expecting something like a solid right? five or right. something, but no, this is... Yeah. Well, one is okay. So there okay. you have. Yeah, 99
1: times you can climb it and you'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, from the base camp to the summit, the success rate is... About sixty-five percent.
0: Uh, okay, so yeah, that that makes it less appealing. Yeah, right. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yes, you may not die. Yeah, you survive, but, but you, might you not also extricate. may not complete the mission. That would be frustrating, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, as mentioned, commercial boom since the '90s. So mm-hmm. there are plen- not just Sherpas; there are more guides. There's oxygen. The base camp has become, you know, more and more advanced. There's more to do there, uh, more to drink, if you will. But I do Jeez. not recommend drinking alcohol at such altitudes. Probably, the Sherpas also don't. Yeah, I would say that's not ideal. Yeah. Now joining you on the trip uh no matter w- who you choose will be sherpa kamirita mm. sherpa kamirita is a legend of the game if there ever was one mm. he holds the record for the amount of summits of everest with 26 I loves climbing. Yeah, the guy loves climbing, and second place in that ranking is his younger brother, with Whoa, about nineteen. The lads,
0: yeah. <laughs> How about that? They love climbing. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. So um, Kami
1: Rita, Mister Rita, the Sherpa, he's going with you. That's deeply reassuring. You'll yeah. be in good hands, and these guys are incredibly strong. Even though they're not, you know, super tall or anything, hmm. they're incredibly strong. So they are also able, if need be, to carry okay. a lot of stuff good and potentially some of your teammates. Okay. Good to know.
0: Glad, okay, glad to hear. I mean, a yeah. child's
1: play for Sherpa Kamirita. Yeah, I mean, he's going to lo- he's just having fun. Yeah. Talk about an unsung hero, huh? Whenever yeah, yeah. you turn on and see a documentary, it's never about the Sherpas. No. It's always about you know the exactly. guy paying to go on it. Yeah, yeah. How about it's that? like
0: remember Bear Grylls or whatever. It's like they never talk about the cameraman who's doing
1: all of what Bear Grylls is doing plus filming. Exactly, There's the unsung <laughs> <that>? unsung heroes. <laughs> so. Now I've given you what you need to know yeah. about Everest, about the beast you're gonna gonna go towards. All right. Um, and now I will give you the rules, and then we'll get to drafting. Yeah, that? Hit me. Let's do okay. it. Okay. So you will draft one individual from each of these categories, plus then one more as an alternate, as a reserve. Uh, Keep in mind that person needs to have a specific character because they will go through all of the training with you. Mm. They will come up to the base camp with you guys and then they will stay put at the base camp unless anything happens. So that to keep in mind. None of the glory, all of the work. Right? Um, Now, everyone in the team, apart from the alternate, has to summit and has to be happy about the trip in order to be able to promote the end product for this piece, which yeah. will be up to you guys a book, a song, a film, mm. um, to the world. Okay? Absolutely. So it's a balance. You need people that can give you success, but also, you know, that uh, that mm-hmm. will not come away too traumatized Hating from it. the yeah. experience, no, right? Agree, agree. Um, so we talked about choosing the alternate who will stay at the base camp. Uh, now, you have the right to insert one wild card. If you do not deem any participants in a specific category worthy of the challenge, what does that mean? If we talk actors, for example, and you don't mm-hmm. like any of the names out there, you can nominate your own actor, take him or her with you, uh, but then you can't nominate anybody else for the other categories. So okay. you you play the answer. I'm
0: locking in the other categories, basically. All right.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, Neil, the categories are athlete, actor, musician slash author. That's one category world leader, current or former, and business person. Um, once you've drafted everybody, you will put them each in a specific role Yeah. Uh, for, for success here. That's great. Um, so keep these roles in mind as you're making your selection. Those mm-hmm. roles are the captain, the entertainer, mm-hmm. the food rationer, <laughs> The uh, one in charge of oxygen intake. I couldn't come up with a specific term for that. Okay. The navigator. Uh, and then, of course, your reserve okay. alternate.
0: Okay. How do you feel? I feel like, okay, first of all, I'm shocked that you're not into board games because this is like <laughs> this is like top tier uh, complex strategic board game stuff here this is real so stuff huh if you if you if this has awakened uh, some sort of an interest in you in board games I strongly recommend you get into it because this is the type of stuff you do uh,
1: in many sort of board games well you know so, I like board games I just don't like losing to you at yeah, board yeah no, that games, is so unfortunate that is one of the downsides you know. yeah yeah no
0: but uh, so I feel great and I actually think what it'll be the best approach here is to start with just recruiting Yeah. And then finding roles, because I'm not going to be able to hold it all together. Exactly. And I'm not going to plan when to play my wild card, really, until we find a spot. So it's going to be kind of improv stuff here. All right. Well,
1: listeners, here we are. Neil, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. So the draft for the ultimate celebrity, Everest Climb 2023, starts now. Which category do you want to start with? I feel like we have to hit athlete first to get get our like strongest okay. uh, performer. At the All point. right, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. your options for athlete Neil, mm. in no particular order, are twenty three time Grand Slam champion straight out of Compton Serena Williams, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. two hour fifteen minute marathon legend Paula Radcliffe, out of England, mm-hmm. again out of England, seven time Formula One champion Sir Lewis Hamilton from Baltimore, with 28 Olympic medals. The most decorated Olympian of all time, Michael Phelps. Out of Akron, Ohio, the NBA's all-time leading scorer and still going strong, four-time NBA Finals champion, LeBron James. From Spring, Texas, with seven Olympic medals, still only 25 years old, gymnast Simone Biles. And finally, from Rosario, Argentina, five-time Ballon d'Or winner and recent World Champion Lionel Messi. Now that's a lineup. Like if this was the group, I would be pretty confident if, oh, I, yeah, if I could just if I could uh, just lock them all in. That's now, a whole
0: other ball game. It would. It certainly is now. Many many things to consider here. I think where, where my heart takes me first and foremost, having heard the whole list, is still Serena, actually, from the very mm. start. And the reason is, like, if you really like close your eyes and picture Serena on Everest, you can actually kind of see it, you know? Okay. Like, you can see her kind of all wrapped up and just, like, powering through and going for it. Like, And it's Serena, right? So she's, like, insanely determined. She's going to do an amazing job no matter what. So I'm, I'm leaning towards Serena. That was my thinking, right? And the mental toughness of a singles tennis player. Exactly, exactly. Now, the one thing I also had to consider was of these athletes, who specializes in endurance specifically, right? Mm. So then Paula, of course, comes to the fore and I'm like, okay, yeah, she, she is a phenomenal uh, endurance athlete, right? But I'm wondering as well if this role will have multiple important functions such as leading as well, like the personality part. Mm. And that's what I'm, what I'm questioning. Right. I'll tell you who I'm not going to consider unfortunately is Lewis, Lewis Hamilton. Sir Lewis. Sir Lewis, yeah. And love like huge fan of him as a as mm-hmm. a driver, right? Mm-hmm. But I have also keenly observed that I mean, the guy has has his preferences. He likes things to be just so. And uh I don't think he'd be in it for the long haul here. I think he would be like, why am I doing this? Okay. And you
1: know? not necessarily a team player, might have a change of heart. I think he's a he's
0: a Lewis player. Okay. Lewis and Roscoe his dog. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what Roscoe, he's. Roscoe his dog. Yeah. yeah. And yes. Roscoe
1: would not be able to summit Everest.
0: So no, that Roscoe might be would stay home and he wouldn't like that. So I think we can rule out Lewis for sure. The only other one that got two more people that jumped out. So Simone Biles, first of all, is probably one of the most impressive athletes full stop. Like if you, if you actually go and watch like her performances, all all the time, there, I just insane. Yeah. Like, uh, and in, in a world of incredible gymnasts, she's by far the best one, or at least like when in, in certain competitions she's been in, she's been like by far the best. The only problem I see with Simone is two things. Number one, gym, gym being a gymnast is about bursts of energy and performance, mm-hmm. explosive energy. Correct. And what, that's not what we need here. Actually, mm. we need the opposite here. We need, Slow release energy over time, long, long term, burning all that fat, burning all the muscles you Mm -hmm. built up. And Simone, God bless her, is a small lady. She is. She is very uh, small. Five foot mm, or three,
1: four at, max. At most, at best. I would yeah. say. And gymnasts are the ones that yeah. there's a reason they retire so young. Yeah. They damage their body exactly brutally.
0: So she's, she's someone
1: who has all of the
0: explosive power to flip three times in the air. And like, amazing. But I don't know if that's the same power we need on this trip, which is like endurance power over a long period of time. Maybe that's that's, that's, that's maybe a fair reflection, I yeah, think. Maybe, and that could be me assuming. Who knows? But mm-hmm. that then takes us down to Messi. Now, why do i why was i pulled towards messi here because i don't think he's the strongest athlete on this list i don't think he's has the best mm-hmm. uh endurance at all uh i'd say he's probably reasonably fine on endurance like a, a pro sports a pro footballer level but not mm-hmm. nothing beyond that let's say right but messi is like famously a phenomenal leader right and i have i have just glanced down at the roles needed and we do need someone called like a captain or mm-hmm. a motivator so I'm. I, only for that reason, I was leaning a bit towards Messi. Okay. But I think all things considered, having now talked through it a bit, I'm, I, and I haven't even mentioned some of the others, but I'm going to keep it short and sweet here. Okay. I think we're going to have to lock in Serena Williams.
1: Serena Williams it is. Um. I, I don't think you'll regret that choice. I exactly. think she's, she's a true leader. She's a true champion, and she is tough as nails. Absolutely. Now, you didn't even mention, though, LeBron or mm. uh, Baltimore michael phelps
0: i didn't and lebron i kind of treated a bit like simone in the sense that okay. basketball being a basketball player bursts of bursts of energy okay. bursts of speed you know like being subbed off every few plays you know mm. it's like, it's just not what we're looking for as an athlete would it know?
1: change anything that he says he invests one million dollars a year in his body and his nutrition that doesn't change anything okay. other than me being a bit skeptical about
0: what that means but uh, yeah <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> in a, yes. Yeah. And I, I did also think of Michael Phelps and his gargantuan frame, which could help us. He just, you know, if you're tall, it makes it easier to climb the mountain, I guess. But again, there's no, there's no water here. You know, like there I'm sorry, no Michael. And I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's a phenomenal swimmer, but we're going to be moving up some yeah. mountainous terrain here, Michael. So I okay. feel uh, it's just not for you. All right, and Michael,
1: your medals will not get you anywhere in Nepal.
0: Now, come back to me when we're swimming uh, the channel or something, and uh, I know who I'm picking. uh, Absolutely. All right. So,
1: Serena Williams is your first pick in the draft. What category should we go to next? Let's jump down to this world leader one. Okay. Uh, So, that is current slash former world leader. Are Mm. you ready to hear your options? I think so. So, former U.S. President Barack Hussein Obama. Recently resigned Prime Minister of New Zealand Jacinda Ardern, Prime Minister of Finland Sanna Marin, who I believe at the time she was elected was the youngest Prime Minister in the world, yeah, four years ago exactly. Yeah, um, Monsieur le Président Manny Macron. And finally, uh, because of course this is from the UN Security Council, mm. uh, Xi Jinping has forced his way into the list of nominations.
0: Yeah, he's a, a notable uh, addition here, I would say. But uh, so it's a shorter list this time, and yes, uh, making not many it, leaders out there. No, well, I mean, all all great leaders in their own right, but. Uh, are they good climbers? Of uh, of summits is the question, and actually, okay. Obviously, I'm going to do the the honourable thing and rule out uh, Winnie the Pooh first and foremost. Xi Jinping, <laughs> he is uh, he is off the okay. list.
1: Mr. Xi, thanks for uh, thanks, trying. thanks you for trying next year.
0: Uh, I can give detailed feedback if you want separately. But I'm uh, sure he's busy with other things. Yeah, so. he has a few things to to focus on. So I think of the remaining list, and if I'm following the process of elimination. Emmanuel Macron, I am actually unfortunately going to have to say goodbye to as well, and it's not because he wouldn't be a good addition, but he's in very esteemed company here, and I think uh, okay, he, so it's not too much ego or anything along those you lines. You know, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, rule that out either, <laughs> but you know, he he's a great candidate and just not right for this this team. Okay, you know, that's team, fair. Team
1: so, fit. So two UN Security Council members out overrated yeah let's say for this for this trip yeah, that's all so,
0: right so we're, we're down to Santa, jacinda and uh and barack now the one part i love in- how you're
1: on a first name basis with oh, all three of
0: yeah, yeah. They, they do the same with me it's fine but uh with barack i'm a bit worried because he's getting on now he's like 61 you know as, as, as mm. we said here he would have been a great candidate and if if it, there was like a nice 40 or something next to his name i'd be like yeah man he's, he's, he's still got it in him mm. but what i can't have on this trip is liabilities and with all the will in the world i and you know with the best of intentions i don't want barack turning around saying my legs are, my legs are tired i don't want to <laughs> climb anymore that, so that's, so
1: mr mr obama who yeah. works out every day is, yeah, yeah. is, is super fit yeah. a lover of the outdoors yeah, yeah. could be a liability i just think
0: it's all about it's all relative here right and okay. if i'm choi- if i'm forced to choose between barack Hussein obama and somebody who's almost 20 years younger or more than 20 years younger or close to it i'm going to i'm going to probably look mm-hmm. for the, the spring chicken and okay. that's nothing against our older listeners I'm, they're more than welcome to join <laughs> me on any uh, mountaineering trips i'm saying right now i'm i'm basing it purely on the stats here on the numbers I'm picking a baseball team. It's like Moneyball. He gets on base. You know that's mm. what that's what we're going mm. for here. I hope somebody got that reference because okay. it's a it's yeah, a deep yeah, It's great.
1: But uh, just one one thing, if I may, okay, uh, to, to consider when you're going down the, the age rabbit hole, okay, okay, is that it is not always such a a negative correlation mm. with age when it comes to endurance sports. Agree. We agree. actually see your resilience improve. So yep. we see a lot of you know marathoners getting their their PBs. You know mm. and at 60, and, sure, sure, sure. and, and so on. Um, so just to to kind of keep that in mind, and also the wisdom factor for your team, yeah, potentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. that might come with age. Not for everyone, hundred uh, percent. but just just so we get that out there for later categories. Indeed,
0: indeed. So I think what we're down to is kind of Jacinda and Sana, and then Brack maybe still uh, yeah as, a, as an outside choice here. Or maybe we'll come back when I have to double dip on these categories, right? But uh, between Sana and Jacinda, personally, I'm closer in age to Sana, and feel like we would personality-wise uh, get on fine over that uh, over that long training period, as you say. And I think she has the mental fortitude, the leadership skills. I think she'd be a great addition. She's slight enough in figure. I hope she has the strength, so that would be my mm-hmm. only concern. Mm-hmm. And then if I compare with Jacinda, who we know has just uh, just taken uh, taken leave of office or decided right. to to step down, so she has the time at least. She's uh, she's not focused on other things. She is a, a taller lady. She has potentially more more strength to to offer on okay. the climb. Um, she's tired, though. as She says herself, right. So right. maybe maybe this if she needs maybe a longer holiday first before she jumps into this training session, okay. right. So then on on that basis alone, actually, I'm back between Sana and Barack Obama. Okay, and so back into the mix. Yeah, though. yeah, just because Jacinda, I think, knowing that she needs a break, I think it, this isn't the right time for all her. All right, all right. I, would lo- I think any other time, you know, uh, Jacinda at the peak of her powers is, is more than welcome, but we know if she needs a break right now. Okay. So I think... Respect Jacinda. Respect is in hundred percent. What about? Let's give it to Sana for now okay. because she's okay. a she's a phenomenon. She's a she's a genius. You know, like yeah. a, one of the most successful young politicians of all time. She's got something to offer to this team. I'm okay. pretty sure.
1: The the is there is there a worry with Sana potentially? about her wanting to let loose at base camp at some point. I knew this would come up. Uh, To be honest, no, because uh, I
0: think she knows that she she only lets loose when it's, like, responsible to do so. Okay. And she certainly doesn't need to worry about uh, being betrayed by any of her fellow... teammates here filming it and putting it online so uh, no, there is no, no reception there I exactly imagine. exactly and okay. we've, we'll have a no phones policy
1: anyway so very good high trust relationships here and uh no it'll be a place of trust fantastic so so far we have serena williams and we have santa Marin. so uh, neil what category do you want to choose from next let's get into uh actors. actors actors okay this is a bit of a longer list gives you something to chew on uh, so the Canadian of Star Trek fame, Bill Shatner, uh, Meryl Streep, Oscar winner, multi-time mm-hmm. Oscar winner, mm-hmm. then Wallace, Michael B. Jordan, yeah. then Javier Bardem, one of your favorite movie villains of all time. Then a man who you built a time capsule with, Sylvester Stallone. Back on the podcast once again. Unbelievable. Then one of my favorite actresses of the last 10 years, Jessica Chastain. Hmm. Followed by Jennifer Lawrence, who we all hope hope gets her career back on track. I'd like to see her in, in more quality films. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then Sandra Bullock, who seems to never age. Phenomenal. And... Keanu Reeves
0: well again with the with the age thing now Bill what age are we talking here on Bill? Bill Shatner we're talking 91 okay but if you look at him you wouldn't say yeah, so yeah yeah but it's, I gotta <laughs> I gotta base this on something here right like he
1: went on a rocket with yeah, Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos. Don't forget. I, I remember he, was super he, happy he about
0: got it. Uh, snubbed by Jeff back yes. on, on solid earth yeah yes unfortunate for Bill but um like with uh, Xi Jinping, I'm gonna have to extend my heartfelt condolences to uh, right. to Billy here and, and right. tell him thanks for applying, but uh, it's it's not gonna be this this time.
1: Could have been his last maybe, chance. Maybe
0: next time. And again, I don't think there'll be a next time for me. No. Maybe not. But uh, by the same token, again, geez, maybe I'm being ageist here, but I think both Sylvester, my my time capsule friend from episode uh, one or two, I guess it was, uh, yeah. and Merrill, who you know. We all know Meryl. I will rate as a phenomenal actress. The goat of actresses. One of one of. I think I think that that might get turned around very liberally these days, like Mm -hmm. without maybe enough thought being put into it. So I wouldn't. I don't want to throw that out as like a definitive one, but a phenomenal actress, of course. And uh, so, but unfortunately, not a phenomenal uh, Everest climber. I can imagine. So for that reason, Meryl and Sly Sloan, I'm going to have to uh, thank you for your interest, but uh, not not this time. So okay. if I can rapid fire then through my top candidates here would be Keanu, who we know has just a phenomenal work ethic and loves to do physical physical acting of all they kinds. They say great human being. Great human being. I mean, he's, he's an awesome guy. We have Michael B., who uh Where's Wallace? Who he he's uh, since The Wire been a phenomenal uh phenomenal actor and has come into his own recently, as we all know. Huge A-lister. Absolutely. Uh and then between the the remaining ladies we had uh Jessica Chastain, who I'm actually not super familiar with. I I almost feel like I don't know her well enough to to make a comment on, like, if her personality okay. is a good fit. Yeah. Okay. That's a problem. Jennifer Lawrence, I think, uh, has done phenomenal work and shown amazing work ethic. I mean, just putting out the sheer number of films that she has done, yes. she just, like, she went through that particular phase around the Hunger Games time when it was just bam, 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 bam bam. Bam, like, bam, bam. She did not stop. So I like the work ethic. And Sandra Bullock, as you said, does not age. She seems to have this kind of a permanent uh, glow about her. So fair play to her. It's a tricky one. I'm conscious that I've also chosen two ladies so far. And I do want there to be some degree of of balance to this thing. It needs to be a a well-rounded team. And I think in the interest of expediency alone, I have to go with my gut here and actually go with Keanu.
1: Mr. Reeves. Mr. Reeves himself. Somebody that I can't think of a single negative uh, negative thing to say about say one or two negative
0: things about some of his performances perhaps but, okay uh, yes i mean but, but as a guy yeah. as a person amazing. as a person yeah, yeah, yeah so
1: you will be bringing keanu reeves he's more whoever he's more than welcome i think he jumped at it as well i think so if i it think for so. world peace yeah well, he yeah. knows he's on the list so now yeah. i'm sure he's he's ecstatic well, he's to have been chosen so keanu reeves joins serena williams and sana marin 100 um we've only got two categories left we've only got two categories left Uh, uh, and then we will need to choose your alternate as well absolutely well let's jump into musician slash author okay your choices for musician slash author are beyonce Knowles, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. pink who i feel has been around forever but is only 43 years old Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. shaggy from Jamaica. You remember Shaggy? I do, unfortunately. Well, no, he's, oh, a, good, he's a good guy. He's still making music.
0: Yeah, back, bring him back for a One Hit Wonder episode. I mean, that was... Uh, huh? yeah. Yeah, oh, it he been had a few,
1: because uh, he did that Mr. Boomba stick, but uh, then yeah, wasn't okay. me. Okay. He was around. Yeah. yeah, let's, yeah. let's show some I'll respect to, to yeah. Shaggy. Okay, huh? okay, okay. Then, former child prodigy and probably the best cellist of all time, mm-hmm. Yo-Yo Ma. Amazing. Now we get into three altars. okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> else yeah your your, your man yeah. katsuo ishiguro yep. remains of the day absolutely uh,
0: not sure how he made it in here but okay let's uh he, through. well he won a noble prize yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, can yeah. we show some respect? Did to- he apply it? Like, is that the logic? Here? Like, he would have had to put his name for it or just to be clear, yeah. that's, <laughs> yes, that's, yes, he put he his would, name forward. Okay. But he
1: was then nominated by the UN Security Council. Yes.
0: Okay, but he like knows that this is happening. He wants to be involved. Okay, <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> Okay, one hundred That's my first. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Now a man who you know was kind of forced. Uh, his hand was forced for the nomination, but he mm. he knows this is happening. Is Stephen King? Yeah, from Bangor, back, Bang. back from episode one. Yeah, absolutely. One of the one of the heroes of lost in postulation action
0: on the wall of, of like headshots that we have he's like up there as one of our and eyes. an avid listener yeah oh yeah he loves it yeah, loves it exactly uh, and then finally ooh. jk rowling a little bit of hot soup for jk right now i don't know if you've been uh following but what's uh, going on with that well jk has recently uh decided that she hates uh trans people and uh, oh no she's going that wants, way likes to use her twitter account to uh, bash them on a regular basis basically really? yeah, yeah it's actually worth a glance at one stage just okay. pull up twitter and, and I pull up jk and she basically spends her time apparently not writing books but just uh finding ways to dunk on on trans people that's yeah. too bad yeah it's a sh- and it, it's caused a lot of people to really second guess now like for example there was a new harry potter game that came out right and uh a lot of people are just leaving it because they're like yeah no I she's, can't. she's
1: to. sabotaging her own legacy in a way so
0: would it, it would seem she seems to believe genuinely in what she's doing but it's just like uh, wow it has really not gone down well i can tell you wow. but anyway so, so she's out well i think so i just don't want to be socializing okay. too much with with her anymore okay um and actually, an interesting one here, Pink stri- just jumps out of this list a little bit. Because we all know Pink has, has a bit of attitude and, you know, has a, a lot of kind of a firmness. Or, yeah, exactly. A bit of anger about her, which I think will serve us well on the trip. And uh, not to be harsh on the other musicians and authors, but I don't think this is our a star-studded list of, of uh, climbing superstars here. Um, as much as I would love to have dinner with the likes of Kazuyo, Ishiguro or uh, Stephen King, I would perhaps not choose them as my first choice here for for climbing Mount mm-hmm. Everest. Uh, mm-hmm. Controversially enough, Yo-Yo Ma, same thing. Huge fan of his, actually. Uh, from interviews I've heard with him, like his his philosophy towards
1: music, his approach yeah. is just incredible. I heard one today. He was on a podcast with uh, with Adam Grant, actually. I think that's the and, one I heard. Uh, well, there enough. you go. Yeah, yeah. Funny but, enough, uh, we worked together and uh, on what, this podcast. What a guy! Yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah, so a huge fan. And again, maybe just not for this one. And Beyonce as well. I don't know. I, I'm like, I think she would get through it. I don't know if she would love it though. And we, we said that they had to enjoy it and, you know, be ready to talk about it after. Right. I don't know. I've, I'm a bit worried. I feel like she's such a superstar that I, and maybe even the other attendees, the other celebs would be like, wow, you know, like kind of a bit in awe of her. You Star know? Yeah. And like, cause she's just so, so great. But like, for that reason alone,
1: I actually have to i'm gonna go with my my gut here and go pink all the way i yeah. think that's a that's a great choice yeah. uh i think she will uh she will play an outsized role uh in this team she 100%. will be up there with uh with uh with kamirita i think uh, 100%. As, she'll be leading the way uh, yeah, she'll be carrying him by the end of it yeah well done pink well done Pink. coming Welcome. up so let's get this party started
0: Let's get it closed here with the with the final business person, in fact.
1: Yeah. yeah, now they're here because they they finance the initiatives, and as is often the case, then they want to piggyback along. So Absolutely. they could be a dead weight, but you can't do without them. Fair. So I, three okay. options. You That's ready? Good. I'm ready. Um, one of your favorite people in the world in recent times, Elon Musk. Um, then Melinda Gates mm-hmm. of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Uh, and then Jeff Bezos. Yeah, not, <laughs> uh, not spoiled for choice here.
0: Nope. So of those three, obviously I would rule out Elon and Jeff straight away. Sorry, right. personality basis alone, they're not welcome. I don't want them anywhere near me or the group, uh, which leaves Melinda by process of elimination. But I don't, like I said a bit with Jessica Chastain, I don't really feel... Like I know enough to like make a strong call. And because I haven't used my wild card yet, I think I'm gonna to have to use it here. Oh! I'm gonna drop that on WC right now. And I know who I'm using it for. Okay. Are you ready for this? I, I have to be. Welcome to the team, Richard Branson. Oh, yes. yes you see, You He see doesn't it? fit your age logic though. That's okay, that's okay. Because okay. Uh, I heard him on a podcast recently and he is sounding sprightly as ever. And his attitude is phenomenal. He's like, uh, I know a controversial figure. I know he's had his uh, you know, his share of scandals in, in the papers and whatnot, but his philosophy towards stuff like this. I mean, this is the guy who tried to, uh, who made a boat to sail across the Atlantic to publicize his airline, right? Yeah. And it sank. It was, uh, and he, he has no regrets. He's like, yeah, I'm
1: glad we did it. It was cool. It was, and uh, declared war on Coca-Cola in the middle of Times 100%. Square with Virgin Cola. Virgin and Cola. that also sank.
0: And th- But this is his approach. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I don't listen to CFOs. I don't listen to finance people. If I have an idea that I think is cool, I just go and do it. And he says, in his own words, screw it, let's do it. Yeah, exactly. What kind of attitude uh, do we need on this trip? You know, it's it's that exact. Throwing caution to the wind, throwing the logic out the window, and just get uh, get on with All it. All right. Climb Everest. So welcome to
1: the team, Mr. Branson. Mr. Branson, well done with the wild card. So now, Neil, before we choose roles, mm, we uh, before more, we huh? break to choose roles, yeah. uh, I need you to choose an alternate. Yeah. Uh, and that alternate, remember, uh, will be doing a lot of the work, mm. uh, but will essentially uh, not be getting any of the glory.
0: Well, actually, this is an easy choice because at the start, we said the athlete group was the, the clear front runners here obviously mm-hmm. and there was one in particular that i really felt a bit of regret for not taking and that is of course lionel messi
1: messi the captain of argentina will be your alter
0: absolutely and if there's anyone who i know will have the mental fortitude and the positive attitude to deal with the trauma of training and not coming up the mountain it's going to be messy okay yeah okay
1: so well there you go fair enough so uh neo we will break now um but let's first sum up uh your choices so From the athlete category, straight out of Compton, 23 time Grand Slam champion, it's Serena Williams. Then, the Prime Minister of Finland, Sanna Marin. The actor is Keanu Reeves. Musician, Pink. Businessperson financing the operation, Sir Richard Branson. Indeed. And the alternate, will be Lionel Messi. A strong team. I feel I feel it's strong. I think you guys stand a good chance it'll be make or break depending on the roles you choose for them after the break. Mm-hmm. Welcome back listeners yet again I am here with Neil who is going to go up Mount Everest with the following uh, all-star cast Serena Williams Sana Marin Keanu Reeves Pink Sir Richard Branson and Lionel Messi for part of the journey. Mm -hmm. Now, Neil, we need to assign roles because that's going to be the cornerstone of success here. Everyone needs to play their part. The Sherpa and you cannot do everything, although the Sherpa can do a lot more than you. Yeah. Um, Now, the roles we need are captain. So this is the motivator. This is the really the emotional leader of the troop. Mm -hmm. Then we need someone in charge of the entertainment. Like you're Mm -hmm. gone a long time. It can't always be game face. Sure. Okay. We need someone, this is highly important, in charge of the food rationing. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, and to be the key decision maker of anything that has to do with food, nutrition, uh, liquids, etc. Then we need someone that is in charge of the oxygen intake. Remember, you are amateur climbers. You are bringing oxygen with you to the top. Of yeah. course, it's a limited amount. And then we need somebody in charge of the general navigation in tandem with our Sherpa. So someone that really needs to uh, emulate the the Sherpa in that sense okay. in case anything happens to our guy. And then
0: we have Lionel, who is already... Uh... He's already signed up as a reserve,
1: I guess. Lionel so he's, is the alternate. So I he's think he, he, yeah. he'll be in good spirits. Yes, he'll yeah, be yeah. grilling some asados at the base camp mm, and mm. Uh, and mm. loving. Loving, it. loving life. Okay.
0: Well, this is tricky, actually. Some of them are like more obvious than others, but I'm worried that I'll kind of paint myself into a corner here by assigning some quick ones, you know. So I want to be at least a bit considered here. I think um, when it comes to entertainment, it's between two. It's going to be either Pink or Keanu. Okay. And I think between them, I think probably Pink because, like, mm-hmm. she she can bust out a song in a, as we go if it's still you know if it's managed before if she's not too out of breath or whatever. Right. Whereas Keanu, it's like his his form of entertainment is acting, which is like not exactly going to help us. But I do think uh, I do think Pink will be able to to play a good role on, on entertainment. She's okay. also a fun fun personality. I think okay. she'll be she be fun. So we so, think, think not in can charge Pink. of entertainment. I think so because we can't really give it to anyone else right now. So I think uh, I think that's safe. Okay. So that's one. If I think to captain, this is probably a crucial role, the motivator part. Yes. And it's tricky, actually. Yes, very. Because with Richard, I don't trust him with the food or the oxygen or the navigation, really. Because <laughs> I, I think he's too fast and loose, you know. Right. But I do think he has a bit of charisma and a bit of leadership, right? Okay. So it's more, actually, that I don't trust him with the other stuff. Right. That right. I'm going to make him the... The detail. The captain slash motivator. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. More okay. more motivators based, let's say. Yeah. So Richard Branson is the captain, is the face of the journey now. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's say let's let's try the exercise anyway. So we've two down. All right. Food rationing and oxygen intake I see as quite similar. So mm. uh it's all about allocation of resources, it's all about being fair, being democratic. So who better to ration the food than Santa Marin? champion of democracy okay. okay so as a political leader i think someone who's used to uh working with limited resources making
1: the sausage as this
0: exactly how the sausage gets made making sure that things get uh split up in a fair way that things go to uh, where they should okay so i think food rationing we can give safely enough to sana okay
1: that's
0: great uh no uh, hard
1: feelings i think on that one no i think that's i think that's
0: fair that yeah. i think everyone would vote that, that way on oxygen intake who do we even have left so we have uh keanu Keanu, Serena. And Serena for yeah. oxygen and navigation, respectively. So let's put S- Serena on oxygen intake. Because okay. why? Because I think sooner or later, there's going to be some conflict about it where someone's going to want a little bit more oxygen and she's going to have to make the hard decision and say, guys, no, this is being rationed. We she'll have to, stand her ground. She'll stand her ground. And no one's going to be able to take it from her because she's so goddamn strong. Okay. So oxygen is in good hands and then from navigation like am i thrilled about this selection no to mm. be honest keanu and navigation are not two words that go directly hand in hand let's say mm. uh that said i mean you, you've you heard how i allocated the others that are, are pretty you know good allocations right, right so this is an unfortunate downside of the one-role-per-person uh, allocation system that okay. somebody gets left with a role they don't love. And I do think that, of all people, Keanu is probably the most mature and the most uh, humble
1: about it. Well, he'll say, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do the right. I'll do the navigation. I'll do what needs to be done. Well, now remember that the one doing the navigation is the one that's essentially shadowing the Sherpa. Who better hmm. yeah. to try to emulate someone than an actor of Keanu's caliber? Hey, there caliber. you go. Yeah, watch and learn. Let's call know? it method acting. Monkey see, monkey case. do, yeah, absolutely. Maybe he'll just want to
0: stay on as a Sherpa uh, forever after. I would not, it would, nothing would surprise me less to be honest. Very yeah. spiritual guy. He's a very spiritual also, guy. Oh, 100%. If
1: that has anything to do with it. But, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Finding the true north. <laughs> there you go. So okay. there we have it. Are you happy with your selection? Actually
0: pretty delighted, especially because when you look at the full list, it's like with a lot of duds in there, no offense to the list, where, wow. uh, you know, there are people that you just couldn't bring. So I'm, I'm great. I'm delighted that we've found a list of these like six people who I'm actually really genuinely think it could work you know great
1: not a weak link in there great so we will read them out one last time for the listeners Mm. in charge of the oxygen Serena Williams in charge of food Sana Marin navigating us and shadowing the Sherpa Keanu Reeves in charge of entertainment Pink and the captain and lead sponsor Sir Richard Branson. Let's not forget the alternate, the reserve staying at the base camp, Lionel Messi. Huge. I think we've we've got a squad. I think you you stand a great chance of reaching the summit of getting to world peace. And we look forward in future episodes uh, to, to have a full report from you Absolutely. and the team. I'll do a proper postulation as to how that goes next time, yeah. Yes, great. So we will break here before coming back for your parting shot.
0: And we are back once again, just for a parting shot. I like that, uh, like that phrase. Yeah, yes. a final closing postulation just to see us off and maybe open the door to some listener postulations as well. I, as you know, Nicola, but as our listeners might not, spent last weekend in Amsterdam. 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 Huh? It was uh, a lovely, lovely weekend. I was visiting <laughs> my bro, who was having his thirtieth and uh, his thirtieth birthday. Yeah, congrats to the bro. Great times. Uh, karaoke was sung. Fun times were had. Oh, it was. Wow. It was great. And Neil's a good singer. Hey. hey that wasn't that wasn't why it was it was a great time uh, great time regardless but uh that aside I also had a chance uh with some of the free time to walk around Amsterdam a bit and kind of get a feel for it as I mm. like to do when I do these these city trips and there was something actually about Amsterdam and I've been there a few times but something that I I'm not sure if it's just me or if this is a thing right but it seems like in Amsterdam now versus any other time I've been there there are an, an amazing quantity of great quality cafes restaurants what mm. have you but Every single one of them has a massive queue outside at all times. Okay, at least in a weekend, right? That mm, yeah. I, I from our hotel, I, I googled like what's a good coffee place. One looked amazing. Cafe's we're
1: talking strictly coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, not not okay. uh, the other thing, right. right?
0: But purely just to get a good filter coffee, where can I go? And I find one. It's a twenty-minute walk. Let's go. Oh. And I get there, and there's a full-on queue down the road, like mm. out the door down the road, and everyone seems seemingly happy to to be standing in that queue, right? But it struck me as like, you don't really get that here in in Mm. Copenhagen. I mean, like, Mm. at least if I go to a cafe, I can at least get the coffee without too much trouble, right? Down the road we're talking. And then that was like a one-off. But then each time I kept walking around, it was the same everywhere. It Mm. was every great brunch place, every great cafe, every restaurant that is not like Mm booking-based. You're going to be standing and waiting. Even some shops you're going to be standing and waiting for. Mm. And it, it struck me then that has Amsterdam perhaps just become too full of discerning consumers who know where the best places are, and they go Mm. there in their droves, right? Or weekend tourists. Perhaps. But it seemed like it was a good mix of locals and tourists as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. But it it, it struck me as quite annoying, actually. Yeah, it sounds like it. As the morning went on, I was like, (laughs) is there anywhere I can just walk in and get a coffee without standing still right. outside in the actual rain you know like it wow, was uh, okay. it was quite frustrating yeah, and what, what like is it. what is an otherwise great city was a little bit hampered I thought by wow. and same with the nightclubs by the way when we went out that night it was like right. to get into a bar it was like how many are you no you're gonna have to wait wait one out one in all this like it just really felt yeah. like there are a lot of freaking people here so lovely city as we as we know right. like it's uh, especially once you get out of the center absolutely lovely everything past the uh, the Vondel Park is just super nice right, and absolutely. that's where, where most people or like, amazing but like gave me pause there to think is it really maybe just getting a bit too full
1: yeah i mean the netherlands is known for being incredibly densely populated because mm. it is a tiny land uh mass country mm. but it has 17 million people living in it yeah and amsterdam being its biggest city so it could be uh do due, due to that. Mm. It could also be having again another tourism boom because as you said, it is a great city to go to if you live in Europe just for the mm. weekend. There are low cost flights from everywhere. Everyone goes out there. It's a city that gets better and better each time you visit it 100%. because you get away from kind of the the touristy oh, areas. Yeah. The worst part of it is uh, the is the center, right? Exactly. Like the, the tourist part. Yeah, yeah. And and the duchies are are great. Uh for me, some of the saddest people there. I love the city. I ran a marathon even through to, oh, yeah. through those yeah, streets. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but that's interesting about the about the coffees. The Duchies love their coffee apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But could there also be an opportunity here to uh, for people? To get their bots to Amsterdam and open more coffee shops yeah, that, this to satisfy the demand.
0: I'm like the market demand is there. Go get it down there. Like just oh, if you're yeah. a coffee person and you're looking for a business opportunity, get yourself down to That's Amsterdam. That's interesting. I'm actually yeah. gonna be there in a couple of weeks. In, yeah. in three
1: or four weeks. Well, let's see uh, what for you a weekend as well. So I'm, yeah. now I'm on the lookout for that. I think it'll I'm be worse. Dumb.
0: It'll be worse when you're there because it'll be warmer. There'll be more tourists. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. To but totally at least packed.
1: then you're not waiting outside in the
0: cold and the rain, right? Through that, through that, okay. a bit of
1: sun, you might not be even
0: be complaining. In fact, you'll be happy.
1: Yeah. Very interesting postulation listeners it would be great to hear from you if you've noticed this also in your cities or other cities you've visited potentially even in uh in amsterdam the yeah. the trend of uh, of just queuing for for copies which you could probably make at home it's yourself okay yeah huh? down with queues but thanks everybody for joining once
0: again what an episode we have we have assembled the dream team for ascending everest and uh, what I'm a ride what a ride it has been episode 11 in the bag how about that the, the show for... goes on Looking forward to the next one. Thank you. Thank you, Neil Fitzpatrick. Thank you, Nicole of Open.